The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about a hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you want to uh, catch that, you can do so up until 3 o'clock today, at which time we'll be live in that area for two hours. It's Saturday, so it's two hours of Bradley Dean. Uh, so be sure and catch that out at 3 o'clock today. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, look for the rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Uh, click on that. You can join us in the chat. Lots of friends over there this morning. Good morning. Good to see you guys. And uh, a special shout-out over there to Rebecca. Congratulations, you got you got somebody else under there. <laughs> She'll know what I'm talking about. Nobody else will, but congratulations. Um, <clears throat> and while you're there, please subscribe to the channel, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, Sons of Liberty Radio Live on, on Rumble. And then uh, when you go over to beforeitsnews.com, we're over there on the top of the page, both the morning and the afternoon show when they're on so please give a, give a look over there. I know a lot of people do watch from before it's news, so we appreciate Michael and his team giving us a spot over there. Back to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Right up under where we're streaming live, right side of the page, at the top there, you can sign up for our email newsletter. It goes out once a day, late afternoon, uh, early evening. All the articles we have for the day, including the morning show archive. So be sure and uh, sign up for that. One final thing, you can get to our store off the top of the page menu there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And uh, again, as you know, we're highlighting Bradley's book, Soldier of the Cross. Um, we've got the bundle. Starts at $34. Notice I said start. If you're a double X uh, size shirt or larger, then you're going to pay a couple of dollars more for the, for the package. But the bundle starts at $34. You get the book. You get a shirt of your size. And you get the dog tags in either black or silver. Your choice. And then we also have the shirt for $20. That's where it starts. Uh, we have the book individually. If you want to pick that up, that's $10. All His new book as well, All the Profits, we're pointing to the front. That's $10 in the store. 
And then if you scroll all the way down, you're going to see the dog tags in silver and black. And no, they don't look like that. That was the mock-up. Uh, you guys have seen those are hanging on my mic here. But um, you can get those for $8. And that's in our store. And uh, <clears throat> so be sure and check that out. Many of you already have. I think he's pushing to try to eliminate a lot of that. I'm going to try to finish reading and marking up the book here a little bit so I can get it back to him <laughs> this week because he, he's needing that. And unfortunately, my time gets bombarded with all kinds of stuff going on here in the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. So uh, anyway, this is uh, Saturday. And as always, I love playing that music. It's just right. And it's so much jumpier than the old style Peter Graves that I used to listen to. Good morning, Kate. Good to see you. Good morning. Uh, well, guess what? I Whoop, And she froze up right there. <laughs> oh, Floyd. You froze Floyd. up right there. Hang on. You froze up right there. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. I said, <laughs> I've got a holy catwa going off today in my house on Remembrance Day where Floyd... My cat, Floyd, the black mancoon, has decided to start sleeping where Dave used to sleep when Dave was king, which is right next to my gas hob. And one night I just suddenly woke up. This is the Lord keeping me safe. Uh, I woke up and I came downstairs. I think it was about 4 a.m. And fat Dave had gone to sleep and he'd put his body onto the discs that turn the gas on. And as soon nice. as I woke I smelled gas. I didn't switch the light on, which I normally would. I have these other little lights that come on now. Anyway, and I went over, switched switched it off. So after that, that's what we said. We said, you know, Dave was setting off a holy catwa against us. Anyway, now Floyd has decided to sleep in the same place. So every day I have to remember all these things, you know, shut the baby gate so that the the mini me, the Raphael doesn't go out the cat flap because he can't get back in. I don't want him out when I'm not in. <laughs> I have to remember what to put where. Blanket on the table for Lulu. Blanket on the bench for Dave. Sounds and like he, you're going to need something to cover those knobs up so they don't turn the yeah, gas on. Over. Like like a, a stuffed cat would work. <laughs> so what I've now just done, I had to zip off screen, go over there, and I have to block. the. So he's now squeezed in a gap between tea bags. <laughs> Coffee for guests, uh, down one side, green tea. And then there's all these cooking utensils, kitchen towel and a, and a little uh, peppermint tea kit canister. And he's squeezed his enormous body because he's Maine Coon. And he's also filling out nicely now. He's getting, you know, he's about four. I think he's four now. So he's, he's starting to get a bit chubby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today is Remembrance Day in the UK. And... Um, when we honour those, it doesn't matter whether it's bankers' wars. It doesn't matter whether we agree with what's happened. Many of these guys joined the armed forces in good faith. Uh, many of them joined because their families had been in the armed forces. My great-granddad and my granddad were both in the military. Um, my two uncles fought uh, for Australia in the Australian Land Army in Vietnam. And my nephew, even though he doesn't talk to me anymore because of covid whatever uh he's still in the military so um uh anyway i think he's gone to do his training for the military police now he's been in there for years so gonna bring up some things kate while you're talking i'm gonna mute this but i'm, I'm gonna bring up these uh these videos uh that you sent I me talk, from, I can from talk what's going tommy, on i was talking to tommy robinson so tommy robinson 
decided because I'll just tell you, they decided that today they were still going to have all the um, Palestine it started off as pro Hamas. Now it's pro Palestine. They've changed the wording march today. They wouldn't concede not to do it today. And the police, because we know it's all agents of the state, said that, yes, they could go ahead with their rally and. Tommy Robinson, a.k.a. Tommy Robinson, Steve said he got everybody on their feet and they did a cracking job. Well, there's a lot of people going, it's a setup. Agent provocateurs will be there. Maybe there will be government paid uh, provocateurs. They normally are around everything. But anyway, those videos, it's quite interesting. I spoke to him this morning and I said, is your big sister? Do not even have a pint. He said, <laughs> I'm not. And uh, so... They went down there and they managed to rally loads and loads and loads of men. And there's not just young men in that crowd. You yeah. can see these are older men. Those cops were trying to stop them getting to anywhere near the cenotaph, which is where Remembrance was going on. And as you can see, those guys all just literally went and pushed them out of the way. Mm. Interestingly, you don't see police like that. I've just seen another rally where they're letting everyone with their Palestinian flags. There's no there's no stopping them. Anyway, these guys got through. When they got, they were all silent and respectful for the 11th of the 11th, the 11th hour. So you know what? And they're, they're calling them uh, ilk and thugs. No, they're not. There's some much older men in there. There's um, there's women in there. I was supposed to go. And then I, I thought I was at Hope Sussex last night. I'm at Hope Sussex uh, tonight. So I... I possibly wouldn't have got back in time and that's why I was talking to Tommy uh, today but they went they did what they wanted to do because our cenotaphs just like in America have been desecrated uh, and you know I, I people keep saying oh you're pro this or pro that no I'll tell you what I am I'm pro Christ and the only way to the father is through the son Come that's on. what I'm that's pro right. and I'm not pro the killing of anybody Anybody, everybody deserves basic human rights. We deserve to live on the land. We deserve to grow our own food. We deserve clean air. We deserve clean water. We deserve all of it. We we deserve to live with no hostility. And we know that these are bankers' wars. But I'm just saying, you know, we, we've had a big chat. And that's all I'm going to say. You know, Tim and I, we've had a big chat this morning. So that's what's going off in the UK today. And how it's now all of these men are in London Go, I've just sent you the latest video. They're all singing, walking down the roads. And, you know, why not? My only thing, and I put it all out on Twitter and everywhere, is, fellas, where were you when they were murdering veterans in the hospitals and the nursing homes and calling it COVID? Where were you during lockdown? And I hope to God that when the government, at the behest of those ruling families, and following the, the WHO treaty, turn around and go, there's a new pandemic and you've all got to be locked in your houses. I hope that these British men will once again take to the streets and go, we're not doing it. Amen. That's what I hope. Yep, I um, hope so, so too. So let's see, you know, if uh, they they really fight. Because a lot of these guys, okay, a lot of people, they didn't care. As long as they got to go to the cinema, they got to go on their holidays, they got to uh, eat in restaurants, they got to go to football matches, they didn't care. They didn't care. But they are going to care because if you think it's stopping, it's not stopping. They wanted to see how far they could go and they're ramping it up a notch. And I, I, I keep saying it, there's no reason to put all of these 
non-EU immigrants in hotels fighting age men. When you go to war, you leave your women and children behind. When you go to war, if you're escaping war, you have your women and kids with you. We don't see yeah, very many women and right. kids. They're not putting them in there and spending all this money just because they're humanitarian. So you need to keep your mind on that. So getting away. The, if Actually, I spoke uh, I spoke to Dr. Kevin Corbett last week, but it was quite interesting because we were talking about, you know, we, we, we neither of us were gloating. But we were out there at the very beginning when all this lot was still sitting on their bookies. And we said, do not have any of these COVID shots, untested, unlicensed, uninsured, experimental. In October of 2020, they discovered that the AstraZeneca vaccine was causing thrombocytopenia and thrombosis. That's blood clots to you and I. And the usual therapy when these patients presented at the hospital, heparin killed them, interacted with the vaccine. You can go back to early 2000 and you can see that they knew exactly what would cause thrombocytopenia. And I would go as far as to suggest, is that what you were aiming to do when you created that shot? You were aiming to cause thrombocytopenia and thrombosis. Now, how does that affect the Americans? Because in the UK, even though they knew in October, the MHRA, the Joint um, Committee for Vaccines, they knew, and so did the European Medicines Agency, yet they still gave 30 million doses out in the UK. And in February, your government in America, um, whoever they are, uh, I'm sure it's, is it, are you, have you not got, I, I thought it was, uh, um, what's his name? Osama. I'm sure it's him that's in power, is it not? Osama, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Is it not Michelle? <laughs> not, Michael that, keeps popping, popping I, up in my head. I think, they, I think they want him to be, that's for sure. Yeah, I wonder. I'm sure they really are somewhere in Hillary Clinton. Oh, did I really say that, Hillary? Well, that, 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 just, just, just so people who might be coming in, Kate, who have not tuned into the show... Um, and they're saying, oh, here, here you go with this conspiracy theories, and you're talking about oh. the blood clots on us. Let me show two little short videos. This is Let one. Just, will go you ahead. show it to him? Go ahead. Let's just get this out. Yeah. In America, in February of 2021, even though they knew in October 2020, the American government got an emergency license and allowed 300 million doses into the UK, and they tested it on 30,000 American unsuspecting citizens. They did it. They did it to you. They did it to you. And now it's all out all over the press that it's defective. What do you, what do you think about the other ones? What, you think they're all okay? They're happy because they've done enough of you. And what do you think Israel's all about? The people in Israel are dying, dropping, needing with cancers and all of these government... Uh, uh, backed pharmaceutical companies are turning and ramping up with their oncology drugs. Just last week in the UK, Accord Healthcare Limited, who supplied the Medazolam to Supply Chain Coordination Limited, that Matt Hancock, in his capacity as health secretary, was the sole director of with the public's money. They got the license to start selling uh, anastrozole. The new drug for anyone who might get cancer, but it causes all these horrific side effects that you're going to need loads of other drugs for. And they announced it's probably going to cause cancer. Yeah, they announced it the next day. These people 
do not love you. They are not your mommy and daddy. They want you dead. They hate your guts. But before they kill you, they're going to fry your ass, cut your ass and poison your ass. And then they're going to just destroy you and you're going to pay for it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe your kids, too, because they're going to rob your kids of their inheritance. They're going well, to latch onto that. In, in, in South America now, in Brazil, they have just mandated every child vaccine, including the COVID vaccine, for all children whose families are on welfare. That's absolutely How crazy. How do you think that is? They're so, going to kill them all. So, so you mentioned the blood clots. And again, I, I, I recognize there's always pe- new people coming in. They, oh, this is one of those conspiracy things and this, that, and the other. This is a video evidence <clears throat> of a heart surgeon who removed a blood clot from a fully shot 40-year-old athlete. This is uh, Now, I got this uh, yesterday. And uh, check this out. Look at what's going on here. And for you guys on the uh, on the radio, let me turn this down no just a hair. For you guys on the radio, and I don't know why I just did that, but uh, you'll see exactly what they're doing. They're pulling these things out of this this athlete. They no they've already way. taken out. They've they've put it in their little. Kate can tell me what that thing is. I don't know what it is, but well, they're putting it on. It looks like they're putting it onto theater cloths. Uh, this is, and I heard last week from somebody who believed that Kevin and I were off our, off our rockers, who was, is very high up in nursing. And he actually told me last week that his son, who is extremely fit and owns a gym, had a uh, brain, I, I don't know if it was a, a brain clot or a brain bleed. Hmm. And he was vaccinated and he said you were right all along. Yes, wow. we were right. Yeah. We didn't want to be right. My own sons have been injected. Yeah. Do you think I would love to be wrong, but I'm not wrong. I wasn't wrong about cancer drugs. And I know that they kill you. They've killed so many doctors. I, I don't, I'm beyond caring. If you are going to a hospital and checking in, then you do so hmm. at your own peril. Yes. Because... The only thing that is good in a, in a hospital is emergency care. I'm not talking about going there with a urine infection. If you have a car accident or, or some big brain bleed like that, yes, emergency care. But once you're up and ready, you need to get the hell out of there as soon as you can and get well. If you're going there for all of your degenerative diseases, they're caused by all the crud that they put on in you, on you. They're spraying on you. It's all there. It's absolutely all there. Yes, I'm anti-organ donor. Yes, I'm anti-carrying a donor card. I'm anti-abortion. I'm pro-life. I'm anti-all vaccines. No vaccine has ever been proven safe or effective. I'm anti-every single one of them. And some of you part-time puppet doctors out there who are saying, well, I'm not anti-all of them, just this one. That's because you don't know what you're talking about. You're suddenly out there and now you're talking about it three years on so you can still keep your licenses. When the rest of us were out there in the beginning, where were you guys? Too scared to put your head up. Now you're out there going, oh, yeah, I'm into functional medicine. Really? Most of you don't know diddly squats. And be very careful because, you know, there's very few supplements I will align with because they're dirty. A couple of them are not the best, but the outcome of them outweighs some of the things that are in them, and then you can deal with that later. And I'm bringing on a CEO of a company. But one thing I can tell each and every one of you, everything we need is already here. 
already here in the seeds of the fruits of the trees and the herbs will be our medicine. You need to start looking. Remember, it's all about that gate that's narrow. It's not about it being wide down the Mm. supermarket aisles with all your pasta and all your bread and everything else. It's about you eating what you can. Now, I, um, it's great that we've talked about the clots because we're going to be talking about something in two takes. Can can I put this one out too? Because um, again, you know, I know people come in and they're new and they're like, okay, I'm hearing stuff. And maybe they got this thought of, you know, again, conspiracy theories, not look, the, the conspiracy theories often turn out to be true. There are some that are just way out there. I get it. But <clears throat> a lot of times they turn to be true. This was a Pfizer clinical trial whistleblower and they knew it in the trials. This is Pfizer, not the AstraZeneca. This is the Pfizer, the one that really gets promoted out there because they're funding all the advertisement. Listen to what this lady, her name is Brooke Jackson. Listen to what she has to say about uh, the clinical trials and what they knew then. That since day one, when I walked into the clinic, I recognized, you know, just things were not on the up and up in terms of the company um, and how they were managing um, the clinical trial. And I, I saw that really from day one. Informed consent is the most important part of participating in a clinical trial and having a surgery, um, for example. Um, so that was really the first thing that I noticed was a lack of informed consent. We weren't consenting patients properly. Um, We weren't consenting patients at all. So that was really the first thing that I saw. There was unblinding. There was not reporting the adverse events properly. We were mixing up lab samples. I mean, the better question is what what was Ventavia doing correctly, Um, which was nothing. I got a text message that um, was basically to lie to Pfizer that we'd never unblinded these patients. We were removing documents from patients' charts and shredding them so that they wouldn't find out that we'd actually unblinded all these patients. Just reading through some of the emails that I was getting, I recognized, you know, there was just this um, obvious rush to to get this vaccine um, study to meet the enrollment goals. Um, but they, they there was just something that was not, not right. It was just a gut feeling. Um, and so on the 25th of September, I took that to the FDA and I got, I got fired about six hours after I contacted the FDA. I feel like this is an effort between big pharma and, and big government. And I that's exactly what it is. And in, in a lot of ways, um, especially knowing that they know that this product is dangerous and that it's hurting people. Yeah, I mean, she lets people know what they were doing, that they were acting uh, immorally, uh, without any integrity, and everything they told the people, Pfizer told the people, Mockingbird Media told the people, the FDA told the people, the CDC told the people, the the, the bought and paid for uh, politicians that pimped the shot and everything else, including Donald Trump, for you guys who still haven't gotten it, all of them knew this was bad. They all knew it was bad. Don't let them tell you they didn't know. They did know. And and there you have it. You got you got somebody who worked in the clinical trials who told the FDA she got canned. Did the FDA put a stop to it? No, because they're in bed with Big Pharma. They're in bed with them. They are not looking after your health. Uh, just because they are a government entity, an unlawful one, I might add, read Article 1 of your U.S. Constitution, you'll find out there, there's no authorization for any of that stuff. So I just wanted to put that out there, Kate. And I know we're going to be talking about heart health and we're going to be talking about 
fruits and things of that nature. So um, let's jump on that uh, because there's some people probably who are having heart problems even as a result of this. And I know that that's just not going to take care of it. They're going to have to do some other things as well. And we've seen some people actually have success with a variety of different uh, uh, treatments that they've used in dealing with blood clots, the heart problems, uh, some of the other problems that they have from these shots as well. Yeah, so what what they're going to do is that just what they always do, they're going to give you all different drugs. Now, if you're presenting at the hospital with an occlusion, then obviously that's an emergency because it could, if you stop blood getting to any tissue, even not even talking about the heart, any to any tissue to your fingers anywhere, then you run the risk of that tissue dying, necrosis, sepsis, all of these things then become life-threatening. Um, we're told constantly that um, our cholesterol is blocking our uh, blood vessels. And so then they want to give you statins. And if you take statins, it's it's going to block um, your CoQ10, the heart protective enzyme. It's going to stop fat getting to your brain, which your brain relies on. 75% of your brain cells are made of the fat that you eat. And also um, 50% of your regular cells. Well, if you're stopping fat getting to the brain, then you're stopping exactly what it needs. And this is why you see dementia. And you see the patient taking statins 10 years down the line. They're taking drugs for heart failure, blood pressure. Uh, They might have a a pacemaker put in and and so on and so on and so on. And this is what they're doing. Now, just to say, folks, it's not your cholesterol that makes you get the third arteries. What it is, is the protein and the sugar, sugar, the white acid poison sugar which the FDA quite happily allow into everything. That's okay. It's a drug. It's as addictive as heroin and crack cocaine. It's as dangerous, if not worse. I think it's worse. And it lights up all your brain. They're even putting it in baby foods. They put it in everything. Now, when you have got any assault on your body, we know that we're getting assaults every single day things we don't think about, which come from outside, they're spraying on us chemicals, things within our home that we're using, uh, air fresheners, detergents, what's in fire retardants, everything is all an assault. We can process some of these things. Um, Also now people can't afford to heat their homes at all. And they're getting mold and mold is a big problem. Uh, Over 5,000 chemicals in cigarettes which is why you see people that smoke, they say, oh yeah, they've got hardened arteries and furred up arteries. It's because it makes holes. All of these assaults on your blood vessels make holes. So what happens is your low density lipoprotein goes to the outside to plug up these holes. That's what it does. That's its job. And that's why they. it's always found at the scene of the crime. It's not because it's the baddie. It's because it's trying to do its job. It's when you eat the sugar that's in everything that binds to your protein and starts to fur up your blood vessels. That's exactly what it does. There was a book, uh, The China Study. And what's interesting in there, when I read that, it was about cancer. But one of the things that we keep talking about over and over again is, is, uh, you know, I, I mentioned it on here, any vascular disease, if you immediately switch, not forever, But just till healing, you switch to eating fruits, vegetables, salads, juicing. It's going to have a massive effect on the inside of your blood vessels. It's going to start doing a mind sweep. Now, I put out a post 
and I'll do it again. I actually put affiliate links, but because my website wasn't live, even though I, loads of them been sold, I missed the boat there. But it doesn't matter. I'll do it again. But natokinase, uh, N-acetylcysteine and nanobromelene, together, those three have shown that they can clear the blood vessels. Well, what is nanobromelene? Well, it's the inside of your pineapple that everybody cuts out and tosses away. Oh, yeah. Or, it's the bit you should be eating. Now, I do take a really good clean supplement of that because I was a sugar head. I was a chalk head. Honestly, the Lord delivers. I, I always pray every day now and I cannot eat sugar. I cannot eat chocolate anymore. Um, really, um, I, I had some organic raw butter yesterday. So I have to be really careful because my body lets me know. And I really can doing well. I've dropped a good amount of body fat and been working out, but my joints don't hurt anymore. My knees are getting better and better. Whereas before I used to have real problems, but my skin lets me know, which is the window to what's going on. If I eat the wrong thing, my skin lets me know. Now, one of the things I absolutely, absolutely love is pomegranates, pomegranates. And um, what in, in Iran, they grow in abundance. And I remember my ex-husband, his family, they had a thousands of acres of this pomegranate field and pomegranates themselves um this this red fruit and and i remember as a child they were delicacy they'd just come into the uk and my mother used to cut them in half give us half give us this big fat needle for using in knitting to pick out the little things where you actually don't need to um there's a way to cut it there's lots and lots of videos out there on how to cut a pomegranate and my ex-husband showed me the bit that's got the big spiky end on it. You cut like a square around the top, take that off. So it's like a lid. But before you do that, before you take it off, you go down the sides because it's almost got corners on it. Don't cut the corners. You cut either side of the corners and then you take the top off and you pick the inside sort of white stuff out. And it just leaves you with all these little, little fleshy bits with the seed in. And that's what you should should be eating. Remember, the seed will have a certain amount of B17 in it, vitamin B17, which has four molecules, uh, sugar, uh, sh- sugar, but it's glucose, it's natural sugar. So glucose, glucose, benzaldehyde and cyanide. Benzaldehyde and cyanide are totally inert. They're inactive until they come into contact with beta-glucosidase, which is found in 3,000 times greater quantities in cancer cells. Synergy occurs. They go in, they cause apoptosis, they cause cell death of that cell. They filter through the liver where they regulate blood pressure. They act as analgesic, so painkilling. They add as anti, they act as antiseptic. And so that's what that does. Now, no one's saying, oh, take that cancer. I'm just saying this is what's in seeds, vitamin B17. It's most uh, concentrated in apricot kernels, the little nut inside the seed of the apricot plant. So going back to pomegranate, um, it's been found to prevent coronary artery disease. And remarkably, um, researchers found that it reduced the levels of oxidative stress. What is oxidative stress? If you imagine your your little uh, cell going along, what happens is one of the electrons falls off and then it becomes a free radical dragging along if you like and everyone else behind keeps trying to to steal ones from the other ones that have got all their electrons and it becomes it they're called free radicals and it's called oxidative stress well vitamin c comes along and 
she obviously electron back on and repairs it all. That's why they call vitamin C an anti antioxidant. Constant oxidative stress is going to lead to massive inflammation. And so reduced monocyte uh, chemotactic protein, chemical messenger, chemokine associated with the inflammatory process within the arteries. Now, uh, there are four stages to that inflammation, stage one, two, three, and four in your arteries. And that's what I'm telling you about when it doesn't switch off, when that low density lipoprotein goes, plugs up the hole, but then it, the, that whole process doesn't switch off and it keeps making more and more and more layers over it. It starts to give off an enzyme that breaks it down. And that's when you see people suddenly they run for the bus. It knocks that plug off and it bleeds into the tissue. But also that plug, if it goes through the heart, it can block the heart. If it goes through the lungs, you've got a pulmonary embolism, which could just drop dead. So there you are. Reduced lipid accumulation in the heart muscle. So having pomegranate this is a, a pomegranate juice study but pomegranates in their natural form are even better i love the pomegranates yeah reduce levels of monocyte chematic protein one and fibrosis in the myocardium that's your muscle becoming damaged and hard so when it's hard it's not going to be nice and elastic doing its job reduced cardiac enlargement what happens to a muscle if you work it and work it and work it it gets bigger your heart is the same if it's having to work harder it will get big. You don't want that. And reduced ECG abnormalities. What's an ECG? It's the machine that they put on you to measure the electrical activity across your heart. And they do it from all different viewpoints. That's why you have one on each arm and one on each leg, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, um, indigo, violet. But the way we remembered it is ride your green bike, red, yellow, green, blue. So it's remembered the order to put it in. Then all the other little, little, little stickers, anyone that's had it, they go under your, under your, each, under each breast and in your armpit. That is so that when they see that little um, PQRST, that little ziggy zag that you see, it shows the doctor from all different points all around the heart where that electrical impulse is coming from or not going. So that's what it's showing that they're seeing less abnormalities. So something like a pomegranate and and what in in one particular study, a clinical trial, um, the study consisted of 19 patients, five women, 14 men, aged 65 to 75, non-smokers, and they were randomized to receive either pomegranate juice or a placebo. 10 patients were in the pomegranate juice treatment group and nine that did not consume pomegranate juice were in the control group. Both groups were matched with similar blood lipid and glucose concentrations. That means they were both showing the same levels, same blood pressure problems, and with similar medication regimes, which consisted of blood pressure drugs, ACE inhibitors, beta blockers, and calcium channel blockers, and lipid lowering drugs. That's your statins. So both groups, both groups were on these drugs. Let me tell you at the end of it, it showed um, over the course of a year, it reversed plaque accumulation in the uh, carotid arteries of patients with severe, though symptomless, carotid artery stenosis, defined as they had a 70 to 90% blockage. It showed fantastic results. 10 patients in the treatment group received 
240 mils of pomegranate juice per day for a year, and five out of them agreed to continue for three years. And the results were astounding. But guess what? Of all those who in the control group who, group who just continued taking their drugs but didn't have the pomegranate juice, they all continued to decline. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fascinating. So three ways that it heals the the cardiovascular system. It's an antioxidant. I've explained how that works without going into details because it will bore you all senseless. It lowers the blood pressure. So your blood pressure is the pressure exerted on the walls of your arteries. Now, again, if you are stressed all the time because you're watching the telly and, and your limbic part of your brain is overactive, then you're going to be secreting adrenaline and cortisol, flight and fright hormone, and it's going to push your thyroid down that converts your cholesterol to pregnanolone, progesterone, and bile acid, the youth-giving youth giving hormones. So what are you going to see? You're going to see your cholesterol going up and a bit of resistance. Like It's like just turning on the tap to the hose pipe. Uh, even though there's a block in the hose pipe, it's eventually going to pop somewhere. So this pomegranate juice, it, sh- it had lowering blood pressure properties. I mean, it did it quite well. Plaque lesion stabilization. Well, why would that be? Because it's going to switch off that um, inflammatory process because once that plugging up has done its job, it can sit there because your body seals it off. Part of the process that your body does is it seals that little plug, that little cap off. Isn't that wonderful when you stop the process? So it reduces lipid peroxides, it increased reduce of glutathione content, and it reduced LDL oxidation. Um, I'm actually going to do a whole post and put the studies up and more studies that I can find. So further validation of its um, artery clearing properties, anti-inflammatory, you know what that is, it's something that stops the inflammation. So if you're eating all of your um, canola oils or your fast food, anything that's processed that's got a long shelf life. It's like putting petrol on your cells. It's going to cause inflammation at a cellular level. And it's also going to push oxygen away from the cell, which is why you get the fire. If you're having your good oils, not cooking with virgin olive oil, you can have that as a dressing, but cold pressed flax oil as a dressing as well. What do they do? They pull oxygen to the cell. You can use onions to cook. You can bake with an onion bed. You can dry bake. You can put a little bit of water in the bottom. If you look at these Western cultures, Eastern cultures, sorry, that's what they do. They use a tiny bit of water. Um, Blood pressure lowering. Pomegranate juice has a natural angiotensin converting enzyme inhibiting properties in it and is a nitric nitric oxide enhancer. So they're two well-known pathways for reducing blood pressure. Pomegranate's rich in puniscalagin. I've probably said that all wrong. And it's been found to reduce the adverse effects of perturbed stress on arterial segments exposed to disturbed flow. Anti-infective. So your plaque buildup in your arteries often involves secondary viral and bacterial infection. So if you get things like um, chlamydia, uh, in your chest, clinomidia and pneumonia, uh, pneumonia or hepatitis C, pomegranate has a broad range of antibacterial and antiviral properties. Um, so it's an antioxidant, so, you, you know, anti-infective. So it's been studied that it's used to con- combat the following infections. 
avian influenza, well, we know what that is. That's what they bought upon us with the avian flu vaccine. So anyway, but candida, if you've got candida, you need to start thinking about your stomach acid. Maybe as long as you've not got ulceration in your esophagus, having 15 to 20 mils apple cider vinegar, 10 to 15 minutes in a 250 ml glass of water before you eat your food. Stomach acid has to be 1.5 to 3.5 in order to extract your nutrients it's got to be that acidic. And what do a lot of drugs do? EMS do. Low-functioning thyroid, they stop your stomach acid. And taking all these disgusting antacid tablets, you, you need to start thinking about your whole diet. Hepatitis B, Escherichia coli, HIV, influenza A, poxyviruses, uh, Salmonella, SARS, uh, Vibrio, which is your cholera virus. All of these viruses I'm talking about are toxicity. You're really toxic. And what's the best way? We've we've already said it. it, it it's almost like a flush out using this. So what yeah, would let, I me, suggest- let me let me toss something else because I want to ask you a question here. Actually, I got two questions. Um, one is from Oren, uh, and we were talking about uh, the the heart, and you made, mention, you made mention of, of of smoking. So one of the questions he had was, do you have any advice on quitting smoking? Now, AE said, get some fresh fruit when you do that. I would agree with that. But you're going to have to discipline yourself to do it each time. And then just have something in your hand. Because I don't think, I mean, I know some people have said the addiction is not the nicotine, it's the chemicals in it. But I actually think there's a habit that forms. There is. Because I used to, I used to smoke two packs a day when I was a young guy. And, um, you know, get you something. Get you, this is, a, this is a knife I just keep here. You know, it's not a, that's not a knife. That's a knife, right? So you get something that you can just grab and put in your hands for a little bit. Uh, it can be anything. Just put that in there and then do what A.E. said. The, 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 um, the fresh fruit, if you discipline yourself over that, you'll start to crave that stuff. It won't be something you just have. Everyone. It's something that you start to crave. Why? Because your body's, you're getting rid of some bad stuff and your body's going to tell you, yeah, I want some more of that. I want some more of that. So he's asking for, for advice on that. And then I want to bring in the scripture into, into a couple of things that are coming here. So what advice would you give? Would you say that's a good thing? Would there be other things? First of all, you can, there's uh, 5-HTP and melatonin. Uh, but if you're on antidepressants, you cannot take 5-HTP. You need to think about um, it's habitual. So what are you doing that calls for you to have a cigarette or as fags as we call them in the UK, which always offends loads of Americans? Um, What are you doing? Is it that you're smoking in a morning as soon as you get up and when you have your coffee? Because it's become a habit. And so you need to think of creating a new habit. So, for instance, when we get up in the morning, we all do the same thing, don't we? Most people, they'll go to the toilet and they'll, they'll, if they're right-handed, they'll pick up their toothbrush with their right hand, brush their teeth, put it all down, go downstairs, press the kettle with their right hand, or if they're left-handed, you've got to switch it around, create new habits, do something different. So uh, change that where you go and have your coffee downstairs first outside with a cigarette. Do it differently. Um, make sure you're going to bed early on time. Find if you're drinking, uh, sorry, if you're smoking socially, is it when you've got a glass of wine or a beer in your hand that you want a cigarette? And if if that's the case, then use something else. Use a clean chewing gum. Um, you can do a protocol. I was just looking for it where you start to gradually reduce the nicotine. I'm not sure whether um, any of that really works because I was 
massively addicted to chocolate till the day I was diagnosed with cancer and I didn't eat it again for over two years. So you see, don't forget, it's, you, you know, your 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 mind is, um, it's a great servant. It's a bad master if you leave it unchecked. So I think you've, to, you've got to get on top of everything. You've got to eat properly. Why do you feel the need for a buzz that wake up, that kick. Because if I remember rightly, you know, people would get tired mid-morning on early shifts, they'd go out for a cigarette outside. So what are you using it for? This is another reason to get to bed early. Now, I have written something somewhere. on. Uh, I was just looking on a couple of my patients who are smokers. Um, I will try and find that and send it to you, Tim, and you can possibly uh, put, put it up. Because... Um, is that the lady? Hang on, I'm just I'm just having a look while we're on here. So you've got to look at all of those things. Um, smoking as well. There are studies, Dr. Campbell did them, where if you're smoking a cigarette, it's got to be clean tobacco. Absolutely clean with um and clean um leaf and four Yeah, cigarettes. no paper, use yeah. the leaf that's there. Yeah, yeah I, I've heard that. I've heard that too. Today, yeah, I've yeah. shown shown that they are are not bad and so you've got to think about you know that um but i i think if you want to really give up smoking then you need to take a look at your life you need to take little notes for a whole day a journal a little journal it's always good mm. to journal um even doesn't have to be great big like today i was feeling this and writing poems and all that jazz and i i personally am not a fan of counselors um, cause it's just talking about all your problems. Shouldn't you be talking about what you want life to look like? Not sitting there in your misery. That's right. We're looking for solutions here. By the way, that, that becomes a question too, because, uh, somebody asked in the chat, you know, how, how do we afford this? They, they said, you said something like you spend about as much on your food as you do your mortgage. Well, here's the thing. This is what I'm talking about, about us taking responsibility for ourselves. Instead of us just going to the store and looking for everything, these are things that if you've got just a little plot of land, if you've got some pot, some pots you can plant things in or whatever in your house, you can do all these kinds of things out along the sides of your house or your condo or whatever it is that you can use. Start with something little. Start with something that that's good for you. Grow a couple of things. Grow them yourself. You don't have to. The only thing you're buying is the seeds. Um, so so start there, you know, with yourself. But I, I wanted to go over here because. You know, we we reference Genesis one almost every week here, and for good reason. You you referenced it as far as eating the seeds, eating the the, the fruit that grows on the trees, and the and the other things that that God has put in the creation. It's interesting. There are six different types of fruit that are mentioned in the Scripture, and I want, I want you mentioned the pomegranate. That's one of them. Grapes, figs, olives. I love olives. Oh, Date. I do. Somebody gave me 24 jars recently of Greek olives. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Dates and apples. Now, are all these things good for our heart too? All of those things are good because the Lord gave us them. So so grapes has got, uh, you, you know, if you think that you're not happy, oh, I'm having seedless grapes. Grapes are not seedless. That means you're having GMO. Um, you need to, all of those fruits get them in their natural form. Remember that if it's been grown, um, commercially grown, they've sprayed it right from it being tiny. So this is why um, it won't be as nutrient dense. I would always say you can buy less and buy organic and it's far better than buying lots. You won't waste when you buy organic, you'll become really stingy. 
When things start to go a bit soft, you'll cook them and you can put them in the freezer. I make loads of applesauce ready for, you know, I love it with all the winter vegetables. That's the best way that you can do it. And going back to what you said about mortgage, I don't scrimp on my on my um, my groceries. I remember when I was, I can say he won't mind now. I remember when I was engaged to Patrick Vickers and it was really difficult at the time. You know, I was single with my four kids. I was having to work my backside off. And he said to me, what would, what would you really like? What would be a gift you'd really like? <laughs> he vouched for this. And there's, there's our, one of our stores, Waitrose, it's got a big organic bit. And I said, I'd love to go into Waitrose with a trolley and not have to add my groceries up as I go around. I just would like to throw in it everything I want. And, you know, now I I kind of do that. I go to um, I go to Waitrose. I, I was in the organic shop last night. And as soon as I walked in, my mouth started watering. They've got all of these different kinds of mushrooms. So I bought a load of those. Brussels sprouts, yummy. They go with the mushrooms. And papaya. You know, I don't even like papaya, but I make myself eat it because they've got pancreatic enzymes in the seeds. They're so expensive in the organic shop. But you only need to buy one for if there's four of you. That's enough, the four of you eating it. So, um, you know, my mouth was absolutely watering at the things they'd got in there. And then I bought loads of garlic. I'm a big garlic fan. Um, I always smell of garlic and onions, apparently. Um, but <laughs> I absolutely love garlic. And I had these mushrooms last night and I didn't cook them in garlic. I just cooked them in a tiny bit of water. I chopped up, I think about six big cloves of garlic raw and threw them in with the Brussels sprouts. I had apple cider vinegar on it. I had flaxseed oil on it. You, you know, probably if my mother had have served me that as a child, Brussels sprouts, mushrooms and raw garlic, I'd have thrown up. But it was absolutely delicious. Now, you know, you've got um, blood clots. You put a little pinch of, uh, I went for uh, for dinner to beautiful couple's house. I didn't take them a bottle of wine. I took a big bottle of sparkling water and a big kilogram bag of organic cayenne pepper. That was what I took as a gift. And I said, have a, have a, a little pinch of that every time you have a glass of sparkling water. But you know, you, um, the pomegranate, I sent you a, a meal that I cooked, Tim, a couple of, and I think you put it on. Yeah, show we showed it week. last week. Yeah. That has got pomegranates in. My daughter last week, I was talking, my daughter, Pov, she's a student in London. She's so lovely. Uh, Oriana, her body's her temple. She eats all organic. Anyway, she, um, and, and I was really happy to hear that my older boy, Sebastian, also buys her groceries. Isn't that lovely? When you're older, you know. Oh, yeah. Oldest... When they look after each other. Yeah. I, yeah my kids anyway. my kids do that stuff for each other, too. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it's so lovely. But she said to me, I'm making a, a big recipe tonight. So she was talking to me while she's on the phone in the butcher shop. She bought a big piece of steak. And then she she said, I've been and I've got some organic pomegranates. And she said to me, the whole thing for the pomegranates, the steak came to 25 pounds. I said, excellent. And I said, just add it to your student debt. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then I said, even better. I said, invite, invite your brothers around for dinner and charge them £10 each. <laughs> that, no, you make it right it. back. I said, that's cheaper than any restaurant. And then that pays for you to have your dinner. She went, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> but you see, 
this is what you, you know, you should be doing. Don't go and visit your friends and your family and take them garbage gifts of toxic soaps, toxic aftershaves. Go the way you should, you know, like I made bread. I, I make one of my things is I make bread and give it to people and uh, take take something, take something good take them a bag with four organic pomegranates in because you're going to take them bottles of wine and everything else, you know, take them um, apricots and get them to save the pips. Take something that's going to, you know, what what better way to show that you love someone than you're taking them something that's good for the house. If they really yeah. don't want to eat pomegranate, you can that's buy on, on Tinternet, use the devil's tool, you can buy on Amazon this wonderful coconut water, all organic with organic pomegranate juice in it. I got kind of addicted. It comes in glass bottles that you can reuse. And I kind of, I, I drank so much of that stuff that I couldn't drink anymore. And that daughter I'm talking about. What's the name of it? Uh, it's It was um, the one I began having was, it was coconut water. Um, and I think it was, let me see if I can find it and I'll tell you because there's some really bad versions do not the ones that are in horrible containers with plastic BPA they've got all kinds of stuff this one came I think it was called began with tea and let me just pomegranate wool and pomegranate because they were sold everybody was clearly ordering the uh, coconut one on its own and they ran out of that so I had to get the one with pomegranate in and it was in glass bottles and it had like a palm tree on the front. Anyway, I like every anybody who knows me knows that when I find <laughs> when I find something I like, I have it breakfast, noon, and dinner till I overdose <laughs> on it. This Georgia's I, uh, natural organic pomegranate juice, uh, pomegranate juice looks pretty good, but it's like wow, forty three ninety five. That's crazy. It is, but you know what? I used to, uh, in my green juices, well, I still do every now and again, I'll buy the pure Biona cranberry juice. It's, I don't know what it is, 14 pounds, 18 pounds for a bottle. But you only need 30 mils as a prophylactic dose. So sometimes I buy six bottles and I'll, I, I gave, when my daughter was here, I gave her one. You're not going to sit there and get the whole bottle out of the fridge and glug it back like you see people doing with these nasty, cheap supermarket ones yeah. with loads of sugar in. Yeah. Kate, you just take a little bit of it. Yeah. We got about we got about 10 seconds here and just want to hit the appeal thing real quick. I, you know, I don't know a lot about appeal. Maybe we can do a show on Terrible. that. Yeah, I know it is. But I, but I would in, admonish people, look. Uh, the chlorine dioxide can be used to clean your fruits and vegetables. It can be due. I, when I bring in the carrots and all that other stuff, I wash them out in a little bowl of chlorine dioxide. Get rid of that. You can spray it on your bananas and they will last longer. Trust me on that. Okay. Bradley, be with you at 3. Kate, hang on. I'll say goodbye to you off air. And then, Lord willing, we're going to see you on Monday morning, 6 a.m. Talk to you then. <laughs>